A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm a fireball, everybody. Welcome to the Football Rebel Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Stephen Gerrard has been sacked and Cristiano Ronaldo is still in a huff. It's Friday, 21st of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. Happy Dawson. Love it, Russell. <laughs> Friday and then it's Saturday and Sunday. What? what? Andy Brassel, look <laughs> what? at you, eh? Come on. You jogging up beside my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Friday, Peter. What yeah. a day to what wear a been... fancy shirt like you are. You're dressed up for Friday, not I've dressed up now. for Friday because I'm ready for I just I can hear the jingle jangle. And yeah, it's not like exactly. Santa on the roof. It's yeah. Marcus with his keys. Yeah. Marcus with his They're keys. They're in the pocket for now, though. They're in the pocket. In the pocket. He, he looks like Nick Cave fronting Echo Belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he Can does. I say, they, they, they're in the pocket, they come out of the pocket, they go back in the pocket. They don't leave the pocket and end up in a bowl. No, no, that's no, no okay. yeah. Are they on a string? <laughs> they're in, a, they're in the pocket, like, like the whole of the Aston Villa t- first team is in <laughs> Alexander Mitrovic's pocket. Well, indeed, <laughs> indeed, yeah. He let one of them go, which was uh, quite uh, merciful for him. Yeah. Well, I send him off. Think. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Peter, exactly. Before we get to that, what, gentlemen, we, we, we will have a little uh, chat about last night's matches, of course. Before we do that, we, we are looking forward to the weekend. It's, it's, it's so close. Uh, and what is the one thing that people should look out for this weekend, Andy Brassel? What's happened? I think people should look out for what's happened to the Newcastle United T-Rex because obviously <laughs> they're, uh, at Newcastle Everton this week there are a lot of inflatable uh, dinosaurs yes. to take the piss out of Jordan Pickford but they're very one, enjoyable one particular man. what was particularly that? I didn't know about this well, yeah. uh, he, got he's, little arms hasn't he yeah he's reputedly got well, short he, arms he hasn't, they, someone, someone criticised him by saying he's got short arms he didn't wasn't like it, it very an much. Italian football yeah he reacted really badly to it and because what mm. you should normally do with that kind of insult is just mm. ignore it and yeah. it'll go away yeah. he's it's a Streisand effect isn't it it's, yeah, it's, basically, it's yeah. the nub of the the thing between Newcastle fans and Jordan Pickford that he constantly reacts which is really weird but yeah I get very annoyed when people Accuse me of liking pitbull. <laughs> Everyone saw the inflatable dinosaurs, mm. yes, but not a lot not of the people real ones. saw. Yeah, the the guy who was in the dinosaur suit mm. running along the concourse, like waving the Newcastle United flag. Yeah. I liked him very much, but I wonder what will he make an appearance at Tottenham on Sunday? Because I guess he's got less relevance 
Yeah, I, I think the security is better at the uh, Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> Stadium, personally. Well, you sound like the North East well, is still like the Old West. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I, I, think, you can get away. It, I think you can get away with bringing whatever you like at the St. James's Park. Well, you, Spurs presumably have upped their game in the security because you remember that old fella packed oh, was that people Spurs? down. I think that uh, was Spurs. Okay, right, okay. He yeah. was great. He was like a magician. I uh, tell you what, go Magic try hands. and find him. You'll be all right. <laughs> uh, Peter, what should somebody or, or everybody what, look out for I, this week? I'm, I'm just looking forward to figuring out who's got the um, Football Ramble uh, Spurs season ticket so I can maybe go and watch my team play football. <laughs> I don't know who's got it. I don't right. know who's got it. You do okay. a narrative documentary series of trying to track them down. I am, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to find it and then I'm going to go and I'm going to experience the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium for the first time. Yeah. Hopefully. But what, 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 what should people look out for? The tickets? To help you out? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. If like someone that. can tell me where the little wallet yeah. is, that would be it's much the wisdom, appreciated. It's the wisdom of crowds. It's unlikely if you're listening to this in Nuneaton, <laughs> they're down the back of your sofa. Well, we know that they might be. So, it's always in the last okay. place you look. Exactly. Lord Ramble's yeah. on holiday and he's the one who usually has it, so he, he might be listening. Take, he might be able to let me know. Take you, take you 30 right. seconds to look down the back of your sofa. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fine. That's cool. That's, That's lovely. lovely. Um, I'm looking forward to Erling Haaland um, picking the whole of Brighton out of his teeth right. after uh, <laughs> After the game at the weekend, yeah. possibly yeah. using the corner flag as a toothpick, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's going to be absolutely horrific. Yeah. And I think I think you know they talk about the great players down the years just affecting their area of the pitch and doing their job, and then the really brilliant players affecting mm-hmm. the whole pitch. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the first time that a player has affected a whole city. It's 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 your granddad watching Jurassic Park. It's going to be a bloodbath. When when my grand when I sat down my sat my granddad down to watch Jurassic Park for the first time mm. over Christmas one year a few years ago, he'd never seen it before. He mm. got really into it. And I said, and when when all the electricity goes down the park, yeah. just to retell the story because it's ages ago, when all the electricity goes down the park, he looked at me really earnestly. Mm-hmm. He's like, he was in his late eighties at the time. I said, well, "What's happened here?" And I said, <laughs> "All the electricity's gone out in the park." Yeah. And he looked back at me and just went. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know. You couldn't believe it. You said, well, wait, wait I don't wait want to tell you what yeah, happened. Yeah. And they all got away scot-free. Yeah. Uh, nobody was harmed. Uh, yeah. I, I think people should look out for those people who... So we at the moment, in, in without getting too political, British politics is is in a bit of a state. And you've got no, some No, no, it's actually doing well, mate. Is yeah. it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Green shoots. Yeah. All right, fair yeah, enough. Sunlit uplands. Yeah. All right, I'm reading the wrong publications. Because you are part. You're not sure if you're aware of this. Yeah. You might not have got the letter right, yet. Right, you right. are part of the anti-growth coalition. No. Back of Britain. Yeah. I'm tired of oh. this. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Well, well, some people are saying that um, Boris Johnson should come back and save the day. The honking pudding, indeed. <laughs> And I'm sure if those people are into football, they will be looking at the situation at Aston Villa and saying Steve Bruce should come back and say that. <laughs> so keep an eye out for them uh, because there's about Would the same logic. Would you give it Bruce until the end of the season? I, 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 I give it Bruce until the summer recess. I, no, I, I don't. He's off to the cricket. Come on. <laughs> I met yeah. a lovely, He'll take it after the World Cup. I met a lovely Aston Villa fan in the pub last night who's a rambler and he and I, for his sake, no, I can't say that. Oh, no. that's fine then. Yeah, okay. Isn't that lovely the, the of me to say? The last person you Swear. spoke to means you can't have an opinion. <laughs> no, I hope Bruce stinks the whole place out and you regret supporting that club. There we go. How's that? There we go. It's a bit of BBC balance. Yeah. So if we think of Brucey, he won't have to move that far. He won't. Which would be nice. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Lives in Aston, does he? Well, he's, he's just left West Brom, isn't he? I'm sure Aston Villa fans will be like, oh, that's fair enough then. Yeah. It's yeah. convenient yeah. for his commute personally. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we want a manager with a short commute. Yeah. Uh, he won't be tired when he turns he up. He won't be. But, uh, but gentlemen, let us go there. Fulham 3, Aston Villa nil. Stephen Gerrard has been sacked. He was reportedly sacked straight after the match and then he had to get on the coach with everyone back up to Birmingham. Awkward, that's awkward, isn't it? Fighting yeah. for the back seat. Then you really find out 
who respects you and who doesn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tyrone Mings throwing peanuts yeah. at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We saw Mings with his top off, didn't we? Walking, looking mm. very dejected. Specimen. Yeah, we did. But you said he's a bit of a result for him because uh, the captaincy was stripped. Yeah, from, and uh, from I think as soon as Gerard got there, something very it's poetic what, at him just chucking one into his own net. Yeah, there's the final thing that happens at Gerard's tenure. <laughs> that's <laughs> coincidental. That's, that's what I think of your captain. No, I didn't mean he did it on purpose. Oh, I'm just okay. saying, like, that's what we think of your decision to remove me the captain's oh, son. Oh, that's one of my own net. That's the thing, isn't it? It was one of those things that, that when you look at Gerard's clumsiness of at how he's mm. managed Villa, I think getting rid of Mings was huge. Like not just public relations own goal, but in terms of like getting the squad on side. And I think if you look at that subsequently, mm. I mean, Marcus and I were talking about it while we sat there. Villa were absolutely terrible they last were. night. You mm. know, there's no getting away from that. Yeah. It could have been, it was 3-0. It could have been way worse. Mm. Uh, you know, they had a few little mini Ollie Watkins chances, but yeah. that, that that was more or less it, wasn't mm. it? You think, you look at those players, they're, so, they're all so below their level, mm. so far below their well, level. Well, that's what we were saying. You, you, you see the games, and Fulham were playing like a top half side against the newly promoted side. Yeah, and it was yeah. you know it was it was ridiculous. You look at those, and you're thinking, well, how many of those Villa players on their day were getting to the Fulham side? You know, but, a fair few of them. But, but the, the, the whole issue with Gerard is that he just would not stick with a particular team. It's like people sort of I hate, I hate when people sort of go oh it's like FIFA this this isn't like FIFA it's like football uh, football uh, manager mm. where you cut, you try to arrest a slide and you just throw more players in adjust your formation it's a new formation every week it's a new forward line mm. I don't know how you gain any kind of consistency you're kind of saddled with a couple of players like Coutinho who who, who you know pretty expensive flop when mm. you kind of like judge him on his merits and mm. he just doesn't want to play some days and some days he fancies it and it, and, and that whole kind of relationship hinges on whether Gerrard's in the I don't know where he's going where he's to go he's, after al- this. he's almost bet the farm on getting someone like Coutinho in because it's such yeah. a big player, and, yeah. and, and that, that and he, and he also has been backed. Your point about the um, the change around of the, of the formation is interesting because I think I was really surprised. It might have been the Chelsea game when they actually played okay. Looking at the combination, well, they had twenty five really good minutes, didn't they? But yeah, but, but, the, but, but, the, but, but the front three that he picked, it seems to be a different front three every mm, single. But you've week. said that about it, which sort of echoes Pete's thoughts, doesn't yeah. it? That, that you that going forward in particular. But they you think well, what's the plan? Here? But they, they, no with, plan with, play, against though. teams like Chelsea, they they are going to get a bit more uh, a bit more leeway because there's a bit more space because the 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 players um, the teams don't come to Villa Park or play at Villa in general. Uh, teams at that level that they're trying to get goals. Mm. Some some teams rock up and they they just want to defend. And when you've lost a real a big talismanic kind of player who can break down these kind of defences who set up that kind of low block. You don't have anyone to do that when you've got players like Coutinho not really fancying. Was Coutinho just an unused sub last night? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but the thing is though, Fulham, what they do this season, what they've done under Silver this season is is be very aggressive actually. Yeah, mate, front foot stuff. Very yeah. much so, yeah. yeah. Um, Newcastle, as I say, Obviously, early sending off, but Newcastle is the only side that really is, is have, have, have counteracted that, and they've they almost their front footedness uh, outweighed Fulham's front footedness, mm. and so uh, and, and that was the only time I've seen it there. But they, but they've struck on the front foot, played a lot of the game in Villa's half, and even though the sending off came at one nil, Fulham should have been more than one up. Yeah, they should have been out of sight. Harrison by that Reed point. scored a lovely one, of course. Was it a sending off, gentlemen? A lot of people yes. on social media. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. That's that done. <laughs> um, I, 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 a slightly unconvincing penalty from Mitrovic, but it went in, so that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, but but Villa fans throughout the game chanting. Um, you know, you're sacked in the morning. In fact, there was one bit where all the fans were united in that chant. That, that was strange how the Fulham fans started that chant and the Villa fans joined in very mm. loudly. It's very strange. And, and, 
and you know they were saying get out of Steven Gerrard get out of our club I mean you said Andy that there's no way back here it's just poisonous it's poisonous absolutely it's poisonous and, even and the way him... you have to come off at Craven Cottage yeah. you have to take that sort of diagonal walk from the bench yeah. across to the sort of corner tunnel going right past the away, away fan yeah. it, it was pretty awful yeah, we were just did, thinking yeah. we hope Amazon don't get him out for a chat afterwards obviously they didn't because it was it was gone by then you do wonder who's going to take charge of Villa this weekend because they've just tweeted Aston Villa can confirm Gary McAllister Neil Critchley Tom Coleshaw Jordan Milsom and Scott Mason have all left the club following the departure of head coach Stephen Gerrard well I was going to say McAllister you know he was with him oh. at Rangers and he went to, to, mm. to, to Villa with him but it's such a fall for, for Gerrard you know what he did at Rangers with that unbeaten season in the league you thought, well, hang on a minute, he 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 looks the part, doesn't he? And then yeah. he looks been... so green. He looks so green this season. Yeah, he did. Just, well, just throwing, throwing everything. Oh, I'll see what's <clears> next. <throat> it's pr- it's probably the best time to bring in a manager. Get just bring someone in temporarily. Just, Who's your money just on, to, Peter? Well, Come just on. Tight, tighten it up. Get some draws up into the World Cup, Who, and then Peter? and then Who? regroup. Get some and draws then up into the World Cup. Well, you have to. Depressing. Have you seen the? Have you seen the, Have <laughs> you seen how the club. team are playing? Yeah, they are a massive club, but that's that's the best well, thing. Who do you fancy? Come on. Who's going to get these draws? Who's going to get these draws? Well, I get I get the feeling that they're doing this now before any of the other uh, managers get sat like you know possibly Jesse uh, Marsh because um, they want to be first at the manager buffet just say a name <laughs> favourite is Pochettino Pochettino's the favourite this morning yeah there you are. do, you, do you guys think that's possible well I think it's what think that he can come in and get Pochable. a few draws <laughs> <laughs> well I mean what, what, what do you mean what's the context of that question um, is it a big enough job for him because uh, Marcus and I were discussing this last mm. night and I, I don't think it is is it I think I think he's in this thought. I think he's in this weird sort of netherworld where you, you look at the wages he's received recently. He's received elite wages. Mm. I'm not sure anyone really believes yet that he's quite an elite coach. Mm. But he's so, never properly managed an elite club anyway. Well, well I, I, I guess I mean, you'd, you'd say, you'd say be... PSG, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't. Wouldn't you? No. The Champions League. An elite club these really. days. The Champions League contender. They're not, I mean, they talk about, they're not, they're not like a grand old team of, of, of European, you know, yeah, but so, so yeah, sure. Yeah, but with, yeah, but with that, with that, you're, you would then say Benfica an elite side, not PSG. Was the current climate? I mean, PSG's got Neymar but, but what, and Messi. Okay, fine. Front. Let me let me let me qualify it by saying that Richard Pochettino has been a manager for about thirteen years in total, mm. right? And five at least of those years have been at Espanyol and Southampton, mm. and the rest of them have been at Spurs. You know, Spurs are on you know on the up, and they're a big team, and they're mm-hmm. based in London, all the rest of it. Spurs aren't um, the top elite club, and he's done one season at PSG. I, I think that's, yeah. the, that's the whole problem with Pochettino, though, isn't it? It's that probably he sees himself, and a lot of people see him, as sort of being in that elite bracket. His wages in the last couple of jobs would suggest that. He's got to a Champions yeah, gonna, League final. He ain't going to get small wages at Villa. They get big wages at Villa. Yeah, but does he think that he's too big for that job? That's the real question. And what is his natural level? I don't think anyone actually knows. Despite the, the fact that he's 50, Andy, people think of him like a young coach. Andy, still, don't they? No, I do take Villa's that point. perfect for him because they're a massive club with a huge ceiling. And he can go in there when they're on their on the a real low point mm-hmm. with some good players to work mm-hmm. with. I th- I think I think that's convincing. I'm just wondering, does he see it like that? Yeah, I'm, bearing I'm, in I'm, mind I... that he's turned down say Nice recently, who've got a lot of money and an ambitious. So project. it's almost like a Conte going to Spurs situation, you would say. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. And, I think that's a good comparison. The more interesting mm-hmm. angle is what's next for Gerard because I mean, whoever goes at Villa, you know, manager bought three thousand. Who cares? Mm. Uh, uh, um, with Gerard, it's a really interesting story, mm. and I think the reason that Gerard has been unpopular at Villa and why that toxic atmosphere you you guys talked mm. about last night is perhaps, for me, more toxic than maybe it would have been is I think partly because of 
a few things. One, because Dean Smith's there before, who's a big Villa fan, and mm-hmm. you know, generally, I think generally is a is a, is a kind of well liked around that part of the world. Secondly, because the way Gerard approached the job was almost completely solipsistic. So, like Marcus was mentioning last week, he had a bit of the Joe Hart about him, and it, and there was a feeling around <clears> there that. Um, he felt like whatever he said, he was just auditioning for the Liverpool job, really. I just need to get this Premier League experience mm-hmm. out of the way, then I'm up to Liverpool because that's mm-hmm. my destiny. Isn't that and outside perception rather maybe, than anything that necessarily Perhaps, perhaps it's unfair out. on Gerard to say that, yeah, but I think I there's think definitely so. a feeling there. Mm-hmm. And that certainly fueled the idea, I believe, that a lot of Villa fans thought that it was all about, he felt like it was all about him. Well, there's a, the there's a definite disconnect, isn't there? Because I think people outside Villa saw it as a warm-up for Liverpool, whereas people inside Villa, fans of Aston Villa, saw it as, a lot of them saw it as quite an underwhelming appointment in the mm, first place, didn't yeah, they? I think that's fair. Um, Luke, just a quick one before we move on. Um, Carlo Ancelotti, right? Yeah. You everything, think everyone would agree that he's an elite-level manager? Mm. Yeah, if he had Southampton, been, yeah. Southampton on his CV, mm-hmm. does that drag him down? What do you mean? I'm, I'm just think... saying, does that drag him down? Well, he's got Everton on his CV, oh, isn't it? <laughs> no, on his CV. no, I'm just saying Southampton. I just think that Southampton may have tainted Pochettino for you. <laughs> oh, no, maybe. Maybe maybe it's just completely subconscious. Actually... With, with, with Gerard, though, the right was very much on the wall when yeah. a man on Twitter is filming himself yep. punching a cardboard cut out of him. So, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Which I think was, you know, when you when you have that, but or maybe it's just kind of like that's wow. what you have to go through as a manager. I think I think some Aston Villa fans will be probably quite pleased to see him gone. The 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 Aston Villa, um, one of the Aston Villa uh, forums, uh, a young, I'm presuming man. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Is uh, basically posted. Uh, what basically the, the, the forum um, page said? Um, what will you be doing uh, to celebrate Gerard uh, being fired? Uh, this this <laughs> great ge- stuff. This gentleman wrote, uh, "I'm having a lion tomorrow on my day off. Uh, when I wake up and see that he's gone, I'm going to have a cup of tea, four bourbon creams, Ooh. a long soak in the bath. Lovely. Then I'll jump on the number fifty to King's Heath. I'll get a few uh, Nintendo DS or 3DS games from yeah, CEX, treat yourself. <laughs> and then I'm going to go home, uh-huh. uh, put the internet on, right. and have a massive celebratory fiddle with my todger." Oh. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> what a day! What a what a lovely day! I'm yeah. glad I spent it with you. <laughs> it's nice to hear the word "todger" again is, uh... Uh, in context, of course. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, uh, yes. Well, Aston Villa will um, be hosting Brentford on the weekend. I mean, they've not done very well against West London <laughs> sides of late, have they? Who's going to let everyone in? I doubt they just let everyone's left. <laughs> Can the camp captain tell up early and open the gate? Who's got the keys? <laughs> Where are the fobs? They're in envelope. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give my keys a go. Just give me one game. One <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, give it me till end of season. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yes, uh, and uh, and Fulham will be away uh, to Leeds United, who lost 2-0 to, to Leicester City last night. And we're talking about, obviously, Gerrard being sacked. Is Jesse, Jesse Marsh under, under pressure? Mm. I mean, they're winless in seven games. They were booed at half-time. To the manager, Buffy! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there were jeers when he, he subbed off um, Sinistera. There was question marks was uh, when he, he didn't start. Was it Cooper and Harrison? Um, I just think it's the Halloween season for Ludwig Sinister. Just, <laughs> um, Jesse Marsh says, my focus is on uh, stopping the bleeding, perhaps going into the Halloween theme there. Um, he said, one of the things I saw even before I came is the way the board supported Marcelo Bielsa all the way for many years, everyone internally. That's a, is that a plea? <laughs> yeah. Why you guys? Be. I mean, they did sack him, Jesse. Do you remember yeah. that? So uh, well, what do you think of this, Luke? Do you think he's under pressure? Well, what I find interesting is that so if you look at Jesse Marsh's Instagram, which mm. I do, uh, that's just the kind of guy I am. Thanks for that. Uh, that's all right. Part of the, all part of the service. I'm going to have a look now. Uh, yeah. he's, he's generally quite popular mm. among Leeds fans. So, And I think that's interesting chiefly because the most toxic 
fan, football fans generally mm. do do a lot of their work, if you want to call it work, online, mm. right? So, but as we've heard from yeah, what Peter yeah. just so, gave us, unless it's a hugely, yeah, exactly, unless it's a, a hugely like forensically curated account, which I suppose is possible. Mm. There's a lot of supportive comments on there. Now, all they're going to be doing, I suppose, is removing the negative ones, if indeed they are doing that. But there's a huge propensity of people. Uh, who 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 say they really love him and support him? That could be American fans. It might not be. I don't know. I think generally speaking, I think he's certainly currently more popular than than, than Gerard is at Villa. Mm. And I wonder whether well, Gerard's not a Villa. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> was at Villa. Mm. And I wonder whether because and you guys have to remind me this. I'm pretty sure against Arsenal they actually played fairly well, but they mm. were beaten yeah. narrowly. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the game last night because I can't watch two games at once, no matter how much I try. Bielsa uh, can. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not Bielsa. Yeah. I haven't got a VHS player, let alone two. <laughs> um, so I didn't see the performance last night. Presumably it was poor. Um, but all I'm saying is, up until a few days ago, the support generally mm. seemed to be there for him um, but then again it is sacking season as Miguel Delaney is famous of, you know, famously Indeed. fond of saying it's this time of year isn't it I mean yeah. I think there is a sense that he's building something where there are going to be a few cracked eggs uh, along the way I mean you look at the first goal that they gave in last uh, let in last night it was just so soft yeah, yeah. T- totally it was, mm. it was It was. just really like daft play whereas Andy the round. second one though, I mean we contrast Jesse Marsh at the moment to Brendan Rodgers who was under pressure Roger said of uh, Harvey Barnes' goal, it was one of the best team goals you will see this so, season. So, Wait, okay, the he's way, got it. He's got the, the way, bit the between his teeth, isn't he? The way you frame that, you don't, you don't think he's under pressure anymore? I think he turned up at the club this morning with a little dog and uh, <laughs> and, I, and I think he's loving life. I think brother Brendy has got his mojo back. It's great <laughs> to be that confident when you've just got a win at home to make to make you uh, still 19th. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, win's a win's a win. Yeah, yeah. Seven, Actually, seven, no, move points, up, move up to seven points in three games against opposition who haven't really been that good in any of those cases well you've got to punish them and they did yeah I mean look that, that's all you can do it's actually Beat seven points in, front in of four you. games because they lost to Bournemouth in between that oh, so right. it's not okay. quite as rosy not in the garden as, as you think good. Andy but it's getting rosy oh, home games sorry um, yeah, home games. while yeah. we're talking about uh, managers under pressure um, uh, what about Southampton manager Ralph Hassan who we, we spoke about him recently of course when... absolute limpet of a bloke <laughs> <laughs> will, will not go like Boris Johnson of football like, will not go oh dear yeah who's going to have to tap him on the shoulder and go come on it's enough now Litiz <laughs> what are you doing here you're banned it's a conspiracy theory I'm not even the no, manager sorry you're not banned you resigned from your position as ambassador to continue your quote unquote important work <laughs> yeah okay that's yeah. actually what he said well Southampton have got Arsenal the league leaders no less uh, on, on Sunday of course Arsenal fresh from their victory against uh, Rude van Nistelrooy's PSV Eindhoven in the, uh, in the Europa League he looks great now by the way Rude he looks like a proper academic mm. I, I don't think a beard suits him I think I he's, think he's, he's the good. one person he's the one man in the world that uh, a beard just does not suit him I think his glasses make him like quite look quite look my pal Jack Pitt Brook from the Athletic. Oh, do, it does a bit, yeah. When he yeah, puts the glasses on, he looks ten times better though. So yeah, yeah. what mm. the glasses get? What he gave him the glasses, the yes. beard is taken away. He, I, I, li- I liked before that game. He said uh, he was expecting a good reception because he contributed to Arsenal's uh, unbeaten season by missing a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, what a man! Well, uh, yeah, Southampton. Um, Obviously, beat Bournemouth in in the big South Coast style. Is that obvious? Is that obvious? Did anyone notice that? What's that? Obviously, beat Bournemouth. Was it really a big game? Well, I'm just saying, I think. For Gary O'Neill. When you have have such a a, a 
you know, a derby of such magnitude yeah. in that part of the world. I mean, we're I all fairly certain it happened. Yeah. We're just not, it's, it's, it's obvious, is it? It's not going to live long <laughs> in the memory, is it? A 1-0 well, win at Bournemouth. Okay. On a Wednesday night. Look, just work hard <laughs> and you might be back in the Big South Coast derby, okay? It's nothing to do with me, is it? I got, <laughs> I think it is try, something to do with him. I can't make those useless fucking idiots at Fratton Park do any better. Get your, that's get a, your that's mate with a bell to ring it a bit louder. Mate with my bell. You should be cheering for Hasenhutl's work because if it if it keeps going, you could be meeting them in the championship next season. Right, so I'm I'm basically like Keir Starmer, just hoping Boris Johnson comes back. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the Southampton fans were heard singing you're getting sacked in the morning towards uh, Hassan Hootle, despite them being 1-0 up at half-time. Yeah. I, they, I mean, they do struggle, don't they? But but the <laughs> thing is, you, you look at the squad, it's just, what, what is anyone meant to do with that? Mm. Really, that, that is never getting out of the bottom third of the table. Never. Yeah. But, the, but is 16th, 17th, dare I even say 15th, is that good enough for Southampton? Honestly, I think if they escape relegation with that squad, fine, mm. to, to be perfectly Give honest. Give another season if he gets that. Well, uh, one of their um, uh, uh, sort of areas of danger, you would say, is uh, free kicks because they've got James Ward-Prowse. We know he's a dab hand. He scores. He scored 14 of the buggers in the Premier League, just four behind David Beckham, who holds the uh, the current record. Now, perhaps Arsenal might take some inspiration, everybody, from Colombia with regards to this, because during a Colombian First Division match last Monday, a lot of you tweeted us this, uh, <laughs> Santa Fe defender uh, Giesen Pereira got his old chap out to distract the opposition free kick take <laughs> that's the stuff will we see Granite big do the meaty same? men slapping me <laughs> I mean obviously the laws in Colombia will be different right but in this country I don't they think won't you, be that different I don't, think you, I don't think you can get your genitals out of the workplace can you uh, I can say it with I'm uh, at you, alarming <laughs> authority that you can't. No. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Is there, is there any news? There's been any kind of punishment for this? Or I don't. Well, the, the referee didn't see it. Did, 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 I only did, saw the screenshot. Was there any manipulation of the genitals? Did, could the, or was it just like pull the shorts down like yeah. this? Do you like yeah. like, like this? Yeah. I, well, I, I, about I protect, is, I'm protecting it. Right, here's my hands. He's, he's, maybe he'd, he'd hurt, he knew Gerard was going to get the sack. <laughs> here's the worst thing about it: presumably the free kick taker missed the free kick, yes. which then affirms the guy mm. doing that. So his teammates are like, "I'm going to do this every time." Oh, no. <laughs> the best thing that could have happened there oh, no. was that the, the, the guy scored. Yes, then they go, right, "Don't do that again." Yeah, do that he again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's the lying down behind the wall, isn't it? Really? One person right. does it, and then now everyone's doing it. Yeah. That, One person that, gets the chap out. Is that officially known as the draft excluder? Yeah. I don't know. It yes. Should be. Should be. Yes. It is okay. Mm. Fine. It's a silly thing to do. I think. I agree with you. But there we are. Yeah. Uh, not as silly as uh, or as uh, naughty as getting your old boy out there. No, it's not. Um, no. So we don't uh, we don't uh, want to see any more of that. Mine's the exact same age as me. You what? Nothing. What? <laughs> <laughs> just never understood that turn of phrase. Really, the old chap. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I just. I mean, he's wrinkly, but I mean. <laughs> It's not his fault, is it? <laughs> Can you press the button, please, Mark? <laughs> no, I want to just hang on a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Hang on to my winky. Okay, there we are. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. So sorry about the. <laughs> I hadn't pressed the button. I went away for a job at half time. Excuse my my term of language and stuff. A bit of poop. Endless. And he just goes on and on. Yeah. A yeah. wee bit of poop. Uh, welcome back <laughs> to the Football Ramble uh, preview. Oh, by the way, uh, talking of uh, uh, amazing things in Scotland, did you see um, Kilmarnock? On uh, was it Tuesday night yeah, when they won two one? There was a fan who was wearing goalie gloves in the crowd. He was like patting the players as they were coming out for the second half. Did you see that? Just gives no, you a bit more, a bit he, more uh, winged and it wings yeah, it, 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 it does. No, he was whack, he was whacking them around the head. <laughs> I can't like, like, believe the fifth, it. And the fifth player just grabbed his arm, <laughs> pushed it down, and he stopped doing it. it was he, he was he, he didn't have the glove on, did he? He kind of had it half off. And oh, he did he? Right. Sort of fl- flap them. Was he challenging to a duel? Was that what he was doing? Well, the thing was that's when I think he throw it on the floor for that. So no, I thought it was slapped around the face. Hence, throw down the gauntlet. That's where it comes from. Ah, gauntlet but, is the mm, glove. True enough. Yeah. The, um, the, the, yeah. Well, I do, who knows? Have you seen well, a duel in the, in the Kil- Kilmarnock you. area? <laughs> no, but a slap around the face is uh, also... Well, uh, the real story here is Mark, Pete and I, Pete will not remember this, but Pete correct. and I went to see Chelsea against Newcastle once at Stamford mm. Bridge and there was a kid near us. It, when I say kid, he was probably about 18 and he had football boots with him. Right. And he was walking around with football boots on. Mm. I'm sorry, in, in his hand. And, it, and obviously he'd probably just been training or he was going was somewhere Was it Billy afterwards. Gilmore? It wasn't. Oh. It, it wasn't. I don't, well, I don't know, actually. It could have been. Mm. And I just thought, do you think you're going to get a game here? Mm. And I wonder <laughs> what the motivation is for the Kilmarnock fan to be taking goalkeeper gloves with him to a game. Well, mm. to so hit he gets a little bit more uh, length, <laughs> so, so to speak. So he's made the calculation that yeah. from my season ticket seat, yeah. if I put a big pair of goalie gloves on only half on, mm. I'll get a good three or four inches extra length mm. and I can slap people with Someone it. Someone should introduce well, him to those foam hands. He'd love them. Love a bit of that. I, 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 I don't know. I think if you're going to pat players on the head, maybe <clears> it's a way of giving you extra purchase on the baldies. He wasn't yes. He wasn't patting them. He was hitting like them. He was hitting them. <laughs> He was hitting exactly, them, and he wants yes. purchase. It yeah. does. It yeah. does indeed. Um, oh, hang on a minute, everybody. Talking of good purchases, mm. uh, Andy Brassel, you've got a bloody book out. I have called Football Murals. Who doesn't love a mural? 
Hmm. I love football so much I've got to draw on the wall. Exactly. That's what people say sometimes, isn't it? A lot of people around the world, apparently. (laughs) uh, It is a global phenomenon. Yes, football murals, a celebration of soccer's greatest street art by Andy Brassel. It's very good. That's lovely, Andy. I'm looking forward to this because I love pictures in books. Um, <laughs> there are words as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, yeah. you have to shoehorn a few in. Um, but it's out now in all good bookstores and maybe even some bad ones. We don't know, but definitely the good ones. And I am delighted to say, everybody, that we have five copies to give away in a special prize draw. Which we're going to do now. No. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy the show and enjoy listening to Andy, which we all do, and if you don't, then you're wrong, submit a five-star review, screenshot it, and sling us an email to showatfootballramble.com to show us you've done it, and you'll be in with a chance of getting a copy. That's showatfootballramble.com, and we'll be in, we will be in touch uh, with the winners next Friday to post those beautiful books out to you. Easy as pie. It will look great on your coffee table slash kitchen worktop slash or nightstand. It would look yeah. great in your background when you're giving an interview to Sky News about That's the latest right. shambles in the government. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Exactly. He's reading Football Murals, a celebration of soccer's uh, greatest street art by Andy Brassel. Andy Brassel. Good man, Andy. Well, looking forward to reading thank it. Thank you. Well done, Ando. Right, uh, we're also looking forward to Manchester United versus Chelsea on Saturday at tea time. Uh, of course, Manchester United beat Tottenham Hotspur 2-0 during the week. They were Chelsea, very good as well. They were. Uh, Chelsea um, uh, drew nil-nil uh, with Brentford. Um, but it doesn't matter. We want to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo because the report said that Cristiano Ronaldo refused to come on as a sub in that win over Spurs and then he walked down the tunnel before full time. Yeah. Petulant little I, so-and-so, isn't he? Yeah. Say tosser. Tosser. Yeah. Tosser. <laughs> so in the, at the opening of the show, you said he was in a huff, which yeah. I like because it really trivialises something that he feels is really important to him, but everyone else thinks is a bit tragic. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's not even a goat storm out. I mean, no. if you're talking about early exits, I think you never beat Eden Hazard leaving the ground before the end of a Belgium-Turkey match that he started and mm. him and his dad having a burger outside at a burger van <laughs> while the, the game is still going on. That's the great, that is the gold standard. <laughs> Ronaldo's never meeting that level. Is there is a mural of that in your book? <laughs> should there be. should be. What about, the, what about old Mido? Yeah, that's also a good one. Tell yeah. us, remind us of that one. Oh yeah, that's right. When uh, Alain Perron didn't pick him for um, the 11 of a Champions League game when he was at Marseille mm. and he said... Oh, I love you. I'm done with this team. Stormed out, still in his kit. His car's boxed in. Basically, he had to come back and obviously he had the cheek to say, because I'm such a good teammate, I want to support you. I'll spin this. I'll spin this. (laughs) Um, To go to the the Cristiano thing. Banished from the first team squad, won't play tomorrow and is apparently training alone. And then rightly so. And and what's happened here, he's come up up against a manager who actually is not going to stand for any of this shit. And despite, and I think we in this country who consume football regularly, like watching football on TV and all the rest of it, we have probably been seduced into thinking there's an argument here on the side of Cristiano Ronaldo mm. because clearly he's just achieved so much in the game, has quite a lot of friends and ex ex players who are now mm. pundits who now spin this for him. And I'm not even suggesting it's I'm not suggesting it's some kind of like Matt Letizier type conspiracy. <laughs> I don't even know they think they're doing it. They just they've just shared a They've been hit by him. the chemtrails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they've not got the Tim Four hats on in No, time. exactly. No, what I would say what I would say is they've shared a pitch with him. They've shared a dressing room with him. They yeah. know how good he's been. Mm. And so they have this opinion of how amazing the what a rock star he was! Don't, don't you, don't you, don't well, you think on. he's still got aura, and they're just they're just, they're just flattered to have his attention? Mm. He must have. But the reality of the situation is that if you are mm. playing in a team game 
for a massive club. Some a club some people would say, although it's you know, fallen on hard times, is the biggest club in the world, right? That's that's an yeah. argument. Yeah. So you have absolutely no right, whoever you are, to behave in this way and think there'll be no consequences for it. What he's doing, as far as I'm concerned, is completely trashing an amazing legacy yeah. Yeah. under the scrutiny of the world's media over and over again because his personality is letting him down yes. and the way he approaches these things is completely unhelpful. And an example I'll give you just to finish is that a week or so ago, we're all talking about him scoring 700 goals as a player mm. at the very top level. I think every single one of those goals, you know, more or less, you know, take, I mean, I don't even think it, it even includes international goals. It probably no, doesn't. it doesn't. Yeah. No. So all of the goals more or less are going to be at the very top level, which is an incredible achievement. Only three players since 2000 have scored over 600 goals. He's scored over 700. He's scored 700 now. Now nobody's talking about it. Mm -hmm. So if he wants an example of how he's trashing his own legacy, yeah. just look at that. Look at the media coverage mm -hmm. of how of his 700 goals. It's non-existent now because they're mm -hmm. talking about a grown man having a tantrum. And, and, and I, that I, is terrible to see for the game generally. I, I don't right. think he realises how useful this... Uh, situation is to Ten Hag as well. Exactly. He can consolidate exactly. his power with, that, the, yeah. with the players who probably find him a bit of a fucking bell end with a with a situation where his skills just aren't where where they used to be. Mm. So at the end of the day, they've got this kind of like petulant idiot in the dressing room who just wants to Pete, make it all was, about him and, a, and he's not producing was quite key, what he used to. There was a really key report about that. You're absolutely spot on. After the Spurs game, it was mm. reported um, by, I think, I can't remember who it was now, that there was really jubilant scenes in the dressing room after they beat Spurs. Mm. It was a big win for them, a great performance. And no and one's no, asking where's Cristiano. No one noticed that Cristiano Ronaldo no. had gone. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I mean, I would agree with with all of that. And actually, the only thing that I would disagree with Luke was when you said about he's met a manager who won't accept it. I think because he's such a huge figure, still media-wise in football, Ten Hag has to do something about it. I don't think it is a, a case of him meeting a, a coach who said, right, other coaches may have indulged you, but enough is enough. I think because of his declining force and because of his maintained profile, Ten Hag has to do something about it. And I agree, Pete, he's made it easy for him. He's mm. made it easy for him just to shift him away to one side. Basically, they're going to have to cancel his contract. Aren't when they? it comes down to as well. That's what they're going to have to do. Do it now. Yeah. It's useful. Do it now. Yeah. Don't, don't wait till Johnny. What's the point? What it comes down mm, to, the whole point about the thing, I saw a few pundits saying, oh, you know, well, they're tuning up, the game's over. Why are they, um, why would why would he put Ronaldo on? Well, because he's the coach and it's his decision mm. and he's part of the squad. He's part of the Max Day squad. And mm. if the coach thinks mm. that he wants to put him on, he can put him on. And if you don't want to play, that's on you, not on the coach. Yeah, is, I, well, I, agree. I mean, Patrice Everett stood up for Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, that's what I'm if, saying. If you're in a bit of a, if, if a bit of a hole, do you want Patrice Everett jumping in? <laughs> I don't know, but he said he said um, about Ten Hag, if he respected Cristiano Ronaldo's character, he would surely have to play him and play him every time. Yeah, but he also followed that up by eating some of the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> which better than a raw chicken. True. Uh, healthier. Yeah. Pretty mm. better for you. Indeed, yeah. yeah. And then I mean, he shouted that he loves this game. Let's cross, <laughs> let's cross over to a man who's undoubtedly eaten both. <laughs> <laughs> Raw chicken or grass, Pete? Yeah. Turf, turf and not surf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Ronaldo released a statement on the incident and it said, I've always tried to set the example myself for the youngsters that grew in the, all the teams that I've represented. Unfortunately, that's not always been possible and sometimes the heat of the moment gets the best of us. He didn't actually apologise but no he didn't apologise and it also follows up quite hot on the heels of this incident he had with this Everton fan mm. where he knocks the phone out of the Everton fan's hand incurs a charge mm. and the first statement he releases or his team releases if you remember is oh um, Cristiano Ronaldo would not be accepting this charge it's like well 
It ain't up to you, mate. Yeah. That, that is a great example of exactly the position he thinks he's in, which is completely devoid, <laughs> divorced from reality. Yeah. He's been led astray by John Peterson. In which case, he should be crying more. He should be crying. He should be just eating meat and crying. <laughs> and Andy, you were, the man, you were the man who had the microphone chucked in the river. No, I wasn't. Were you there? I, I, I wasn't there. I was at that Euros. I wasn't there at that precise moment. Andy was the one who had to fish it out. Yeah. <laughs> you've, inter- you've interviewed Cristiano Ronaldo a few yeah, times. Yeah, a number right? of occasions. Yeah. Do you like him personally? Look, he's he's always been he's always been really reasonable. Okay, I think. But uh, look, this this is unreasonable. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you can get away with that. Would you like to make also, a plea to look at the camera up there? I'm make a plea to Cristiano. The only also, man who can get through to Cristiano Ronaldo only respects one man, uh, and he's here. You're featured in the murals book. <laughs> I'll, do a, I'll get you in the mural. Get you a mural. Andy, what about Chelsea? Because <laughs> they make up this match with Manchester United, still unbeaten under Potter. Todd Bowley will probably try and sign him, will he? I tell you what, that's what they need. Yeah, a few more goals. That's right. Well, it's it's funny, like going back to who might sign him when he's on a free, as he undoubtedly will be. Mm. I think it's really interesting when you get, um, say, you had the president of Marseille, Pablo Longoria, coming out and saying, "Oh, we're only interested in um, players who are w- want to work for the collective, not the individual." For Marseille, who are totally into this star idea, hence me though to say that yeah. <laughs> exactly. But you know, for for like, I guess people to not even preface that with, oh, he's been a great player and he's done so much over the years and he's been like yeah. the best player in the world over, you know, for people to go straight to that, I think it shows what a corner he's backed himself into. Is is mm. is 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 very very difficult. Although what you were saying, Marcus, Chelsea at Brentford the other night. They did look really blunt, didn't they? Well, the best bit was when the two managers were interviewed. Well, that, side by side. that was amazing. You, that was you, get, you get that a lot in Germany. Anyway, right. I, think I, I, think I, think I particularly that, I enjoy think, that. I think yeah. whoever directed that show for Amazon, that, that broadcast, deserves a huge amount of credit for that. Because I thought Agreed. it was really, yeah, but I, I, interesting. But I think he knew that they were two good managers for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but that's fair enough, isn't it? No, I think it is. Yeah. We should have interviewed Gerard and Silver after the game we, together. We don't, we, don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't ask Andy to come on and do knob gags, do we? You've got to play to your strengths. <laughs> well, we do, but he's always he refused. Won't do it. So yeah. we've stopped asking. We've stopped asking, but we still have hope in our hearts that he does. But yes, so Chelsea, of course, will go into the game. Five pleat sheets clean the sheets in a row in all competitions um, so uh, well we, we, we shall talk about that a little bit more in, in just a moment um, now we should uh, go straight uh, before we get to that uh, Betfair segment we should go straight to a tweet from Oliver um, because our friend uh, Raja is still up to no good according to Oliver he brought this to our attention with some quite stunning behaviour from Raja Nangalan of course the former Belgian uh, international has been suspended indefinitely by Royal Antwerp after being caught smoking an cigarette on the bench before their 3-0 defeat uh, at Standard Liège. Uh, it's been a bad week all round for him. He was arrested last week for being behind the wheel when his driver's license had expired and he apologised on his Instagram account. He said, the club has made the decision I can only accept even though I think it might be a bit too severe for me. Uh, <laughs> but I will try to contribute in one way or another. So I thought, first of all, it's quite harsh because Nangala, they knew what they were getting with Nangala, and yeah. it is an e-cigarette. On the other <laughs> exactly. hand, when I read about it more, I realised it was very much the e-cigarette that broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> because the man is still on an absolute rampage. Doing stuff. Yeah. He loves it, I, I, I remember when Mark Wilmots was in charge of Belgium, he said whenever they checked into somewhere, mm. he said, you know, when you're sorting out the balance of the team and all that sort of stuff, and you're like, yeah, it's about personalities. He's like, you've always got to get Raja a room with a balcony <laughs> so he can smoke <laughs> throughout up. the day. 
Yeah. It's incredible to think. Yeah, he was it when he was playing for Roma, he was slagging off the Juventus fans who made the trip to Cardiff for the Champions League final when they got beaten by Real Madrid. Yeah, it was like a it was like a sexy version of like Harry Redknapp's transfer deadline day, where he was, he was like leaning out of his window on the yes. way out of a nightclub. That's right. That car. is great and stuff. And he, he was like, oh, he spent all that money, didn't you? He's not like having a go at the club, he's having a go at the fans specifically. <laughs> ordinary working people. But Andy, was he, I mean, I, I looked it up and tried to find a few highlights, but I couldn't really find much. Was he making a contribution with Royal Antwerp? at that point yeah he's, he's done alright and they have had a great start to the season not just him of course Toby Alderweireld oh. Vincent Janssen oh. nice Good start to the famous. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure Toby Alderweireld's done that much to be bracketed in the same category as, as Vincent Janssen that's <laughs> a bit harsh on him oh, I, I like that I like that Nangeland said look we've had a good start to the season I'd like to negotiate with you the coach to have maybe one e-cigarette a half Right, okay. A half when I'm on the bench. Yeah. Have a little, um, one of those patches. Yeah. A little Nicorette gel or something. There's nothing, there's nothing cool. The thing about it is that, like, whether we like it or not, there's nothing cool, is there, for Nangalan about a patch? No, unless he's chewing them. It's not before. Yeah. As, Jim was, as Jim was saying on social media, just do the old Maurizio Sarri, just chew them. Yeah, just chew them. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, like it's time for Betfair's popular bet builder. But before we get to that, this week is Safer Gambling Week and our partners Betfair believe the fun is in fairness. Fair means power to the players. It means a way to play where you're in control. That's why Betfair has created online tools that allow you to manage your spending with deposit limits, give yourself a safety net by setting a limit on losses or get a reminder to take a time out if you need a break. So to, to, to learn more about that, go to safergambling.betfair.com. Com. Right, on to Betfair's popular bet builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders and you can add them to your bet slip in one handy tap. Every Friday on the preview show, we'll be building our own ramble popular bet builder for a particular game happening each weekend. We'll keep a running tally through the season of who's pulling their weight and who's letting the side down. This weekend, it's Chelsea v Man United, the aforementioned big game uh, at 5.30 on Saturday. Andy, you're first up. Uh, what are you going for, my friend? Less than 3.5 goals. Mm. I think this has got KG written all over it. Under three and a half. Still gives you a little bit of wriggle room as well, though. Yeah, I think so. So, you know, for example, three goals in the game, it's still under three and a half, so yeah. it still would work. Um, okay, Peter? I'm going to go for Mason Mount to score or assist. Very nice. He's been in good form, hasn't he? He's done he pretty has. well recently. Potter loves him. Exactly the kind of player Potter wants to get right amongst yeah. it. Um, did he draw a blank against Brentford? Though he did, didn't he? So it we're is. hoping he's going back to form mm -hmm. for this game. Marcus? Over two and a half cards. Okay. Of the yellow or red variety. So you, it can be any colour. Yes. Do you think it's going to be a kind of tempestuous game? I think it is. I think cagey and tempestuous is the, uh, the going to be the, uh, the vibe. It's always a bit of a difficult one, I think, for this season doing that because... It seems like referees are letting a lot more stuff go now. Mm. I mean, even earlier, you were saying when um, um, Mitrovic got headbutted, was that a red card? Well, a lot, a lot of people. It was, it was definitely of, a red card. A lot of people thought it wasn't. That but was he headbutted him. So what's their point? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. The, yeah, I mean, it is a good counter argument. You can't, argument. Just, you can't just say. Uh, this happened it's to a me. good counter argument. <laughs> Playing play Sunday League once, um, our, our goalkeeper and punched a forward and right. got sent off yeah. and our coach I was on the bench at the time mm. our coach was saying I don't think that's a sending off and I was like he's punched <laughs> him in the head is it obviously a sending off yeah. so anyway over two and a half cards that's three or more cards my selection is along a similar line to Marcus mm. a card for Bruno Fernandes Andy would you like to tell me how likely that is to happen oh very likely He's a very tempestuous player. Yeah, he gets he gets hot under the collar during these big games, doesn't he? He's right es up there. Especially like if you're looking post Ronaldo for someone to take that mantle for Manchester United of overdeveloped responsibility. Mm -hmm. 
Fernandes is your man. There we go. So, in summary, uh, under three and a half goals, Mason Mount to score or assist one of those goals, uh, over two and a half cards, and a card for Bruno Fernandes of any colour. Mm-hmm. Um, a five-pound bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns £82 and 1p. If we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK, which mm. is a really important charity. I'm sure everyone can agree. We'll be back with another round of Betfair's popular bet builder on the preview show next week. Uh, exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook, TNC Supply, 18 plus. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begamblerware.org. All right, it's time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. He doesn't know what an encyclopedia is. I mean, should he do? Because, I mean, yeah. Enc- he's probably too young for Encarta. Imagine being too young for Encarta. Know, what a terrible right? existence. I know. We're all too young for the Magna Carta. <laughs> it's just Magna Carta, apparently. Yeah. Not the Magna Carta. Yeah. It's like the <laughs> El Clasico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, Pete, Pete would, you, would you say that whenever anyone talks about the encyclopedia thing, goes, you know, I'm on Jack's side here. He doesn't need to know. No. Everyone always then points you to that video of him not being able to point out his point out where Birmingham is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that that was a shame. He let himself down. He probably could have done with an encyclopedia. He, and you're going to say to me, does he really know? Need to know where he lives? No, again, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's Just got a GPS. Knock on a door. Walk in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm Jack. Um, right, it's time for a game that we call Jack's uh, Encyclopedia. I will give you all a category and all you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category. It'll be pretty simple once we get going. Uh, you'll keep going around giving answers and if you can no longer give a correct answer, you are out. If you're taking too long, I'm going to play a bit of Gary Neville and you've got, a, you've got until the end of Gary Neville's orgasm to give you a correct answer. No repetition of a previous answer. The last person standing gets the point. Uh, and three rounds and I've got a tiebreaker question in case everyone is drawing. Uh, can I just say that I am currently sat and to, the, to opposite Andy Braslin to the, to the right of Marcus Spiller in the toughest it's big. position yeah. in football podcasting right now. Do you think because because <laughs> Andy's let himself and to be quite frank the game down uh, a couple of times this season which surprised me. But I was expecting to, you'd say your family. <laughs> your family. <laughs> Andy on a shit day is still like galaxy brain stuff. Good There's fun. no fi- So I'll give you a little insight. There's no fear factor mm. with respect to them mm. with Jim I'm not saying I'll beat them. Straight out no, with Jim. No, no, I'm not saying I'll beat them, but I'm not frightened <laughs> of playing Jim. I'm not frightened of playing Pete or Vish or yeah, I mean. Kate or Jules. Yeah. Uh, I'm frightened of Jules for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fear factor with you two. It's, it's almost like the prospect of playing against you is harder than the reality. Mm. But, but the reality is also hard. Right, Good okay. point. Well, you see. Right. Andy, uh, should we gang up on you? I should probably... <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is seeing this whole spiel by me as some kind of mind game, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Would you very much like uh, your first category, gentlemen? Yes. Shall we start with... Laptops down, laptops down. Laptops down. Yeah. Laptops down. I mean, it would be quite hubristic (laughs) to start tapping away. (laughs) Be quite obvious you're tapping away, to be honest. Just checking the weather. Yeah. Start Uh, with me, are you? I'm going to start with you, Luke. That's right. right, All right. Category one, the all-time Premier League top scorer at each of the Premier League's 20 current clubs. Bloody the hell. all-time Premier League top scorer Ooh. at each of the Premier League's 20 current clubs. So you kind of have to know great who's question. in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of have to know who's their top scorer. That is a really good so question. So their top scorer of all time? Yes. Okay, so I'll go with... In the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, fine. I'll yeah. go with Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Wayne Rooney at Manchester United, correct. Can I have the uh, club as well, please, if that's all right? Uh, Wayne Rooney um, <laughs> at Manchester United. Thank you. Um, Thierry Henry at Arsenal. Thierry Henry at Arsenal, Correct. I'm sure Newcastle United. I'm sure Newcastle United. Easy. Right, there's the big three out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on the shit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, goodness me. It's not easy, Okay, is it? Harry Kane at Spurs. Harry Kane at Spurs, correct. 
good stuff. Very, uh, very quick on that button. No, because you were prevaricating by having a chat. I know. About, yeah, so nice. I see what you're doing. I, I like a speller. Frank Lampard at Chelsea. Frank Lampard at Chelsea. Ooh, Andy Brassel. Very good. <laughs> it's not easy. Sorry, it has to be in the Premier League era. Yes. Oh, quick Premier League top scorer. He's harsh, Pete. I am. That quick is game's a good game. Brutal. I am going to say Paolo Di Canio at West Ham. Oh. That's not right, unfortunately, Andy. Oh, that's a shame. Out. That is a shame. I'm actually cock a hoop here. <laughs> I told you, sometimes he stacks it in the first round and he can never, yeah. get, can never get it back. I'm worried about him. He's I'm, been busy with his books. <laughs> writing his books. My problem is I can't remember what Marcus Luke said the first Miller. time around. Let's have it. It's Torres. Oh, oh, it's quick on the button. Steven Gerrard Liverpool. Well played. Incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. Marcus Speller, I'm going to need one from you. you are so you can win the round, me. my well, friend. Who, who would it be? How could it be? Who, could who it would be? it be at Liverpool then? Yeah. Um, I'll have um, Mo Salah at Liverpool. Incorrect. Oh. Who are we going at Liverpool? Come on. Okay, so I'm back in. Wait, this is a shoot. So are we not all back in? No. No, no because because when you went out, that it was, was the Luke last first. round. I got one. You had done uh, Okay, right. Um, I will go with. Luis Suarez at Liverpool. <laughs> Everyone's out on a so, I'm glad stinker. you didn't say him. Surely it's Robbie Fowler at Liverpool. It is Robbie Fowler. <laughs> 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 I did think Suarez. Yeah. That, was inc- that was a really funny round. That's incredible to think because I mean, yeah. Alisson at Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Mad, yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of goals they've scored in recent history yeah, and yeah, it's still okay. Robbie Fowler. Amazing. Okay. Can we, can we um, have uh, some, some of the others? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to move on, but uh, you Just got Gabby Agamonaho at Aston Villa, Josh King at Bournemouth. Ivan Tony at Brentford, which oh, is funny. Oh, that would have been an obvious one. Yeah, a really obvious one. About Just it. absolute uh, handfuls of gold. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the Fulham one? Is it? Would it be uh, Dempsey? Fulham, Clint Dempsey, yeah. Yeah, correct. I thought it was... I thought... Viduca at Leeds, Aguero at Manchester City, obviously Vardy at Leicester. Aguero, oh, another yeah. obvious one. Vardy. Yeah, Vardy. Is yeah, it yeah. Matt Letizia or Southampton? Or do we need a little bit more research on the matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done a lot of my own research. There we go. There we go. Raul Jimenez at Wolves. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to category two. I'm going to start with Marcus this time. Is that right? Teams that have made more than 40 goal line clearances in the Premier League. <laughs> Since 2006. Sorry. Don't whinge at me. No, no, you know for a fact no, no, I didn't write these I'm questions. I'm not whinging. I'm wanting to clarify that. 40... And I will not press the button early Just... because you need to know what this is. Teams that have made more than 40 goal line clearances in the Premier League since 2006. There are 18 Ooh, teams. Bloody. Teams <laughs> that have made more than 40 over the goal line clearances in the Premier League since 2006. The official Premier League website does not record the stat before 2006. So I guess what the Premier League is saying there then it would be officially according to their data the ball's on the line when it's cleared. And, it's cleared and they've got a, it's teams that have done more than 40 of them. And and but then chaos teams. Not necessarily current <laughs> Premier League let me, let, No, let me translate it. Yeah. Let me just, just name, name a, a team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it current or just all time, is it? Since 2006. It doesn't okay, matter. Okay, so, 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 it doesn't okay. matter. They, okay. they were in the Premier League right. when they did it. Right, okay. Um, uh, Everton. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Andy Brassel. I've never seen a man so obviously physically relaxed after getting that dot. That, that. Andy Brassel. Arsenal. No way. Correct. Oh, okay. Luke. Um, Chaos clubs. Yeah, I'm looking for teams that have been in the Premier League for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'll go Aston Villa. Nice. Yeah, it's not a bad ta- tactic, actually, is it? Uh, Marcus. West Ham. Andy Chelsea. Bassett. Chelsea. Too good, surely. Oh, so okay. Is this every Premier League club? <laughs> <laughs> um, Stoke. Stoke Mustard. Uh, yeah, I thought about him. Oh, 
Oh, it happens. There is another S club, but that's something. Marcus, can you stop giving clues after I'm already out? Shut up, Marcus. Fucking agent of chaos. I had this one lined up already. Burnley. Correct. I almost went for them, but yeah, I went Stoke instead. Manchester United. Manchester United, correct. Marcus, um, it's getting intense. Uh, 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 Spurs. Come correct. On, come on. Andy Brassel. Newcastle United because Newcastle Stephen United. Taylor probably did about four <laughs> in one action. That time. All of them, yeah. Either pretending he's dead or not. Marcus. Ah, that's annoying. Southampton. Oh, oh, you're out if Andy can uh, give us another one. Andy, you can, you can you know, get the point. There's only a few left now. Only you can get the point. Sunderland. Hey. Da, 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 da. Uh, Correct. Top five for reference. <laughs> Chelsea in uh, fifth. Sunderland uh, in a fourth with 66 goal-line clearances. Aston Villa with 77. West Ham United uh, with 78. And <clears throat> your friend of mine, Newcastle United with 89. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Pro- presumably, Alden by Stephen Turner. <laughs> yes. That's a pleasing stat at Newcastle at the top yeah. of that. Nice yeah. stat, yes, isn't it? Is. Nice, mm. yeah. Joke club. Joke. Right, they make first. the most of the whole pitch. Okay. <laughs> uh, third, uh, possibly final uh, category. England players with only one cap under Gareth Southgate. Oh, oh, that is England, oh, England oh, players. Oh, I fear right, you're going to be hearing a lot of uh, Gary Neville in this round. England <laughs> players with only one cap under Gareth Southgate. There are 15 players. We are strictly talking about caps under Southgate. They may have had more caps under other managers, oh, but okay. they've only had one under the um, bevested one. All right. Ooh, Andy's up tough. first. Andy Brassel. Get him out ready? first. Let's yeah. have it. <laughs> Get him out the way. Let's have it. Uh, James Madison. Oh, that was my Damn it! <laughs> I had that as well. That's the only one right. I knew. Shall we just move on to the end now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the only Luke one I knew. Oh, goodness me. Goodness um, me. I'm going to have a little flyer at Harry Winks. Oh, unlucky, Lukey. Unlucky. Difficult, difficult Listen, round. The only way this could be worse for me yeah. would be if I somehow burgeoned my reputation and burnished it by knowing quite a lot about England. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Host of Lions Watch. Yeah. <laughs> he's either had one or two. Jared Bowen. Andy Brassel wins. Well Andy. A pathetic contribution from us that last one. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I think. I'd like to thank my researchers for writing some excellent questions there. I think they were really, really solid stuff. And uh, yeah, great stuff. What Hudson, you got? Hudson, 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 Hudson do you want some, do you want some England players with only one cap under yeah, Gareth Southgate? Bamford, Barnes, Chalaber, Klein, Cook, Cork, Dunk, Greenwood, Henderson, Jagielka, Justin, Madison, McCarthy, Redmond, and Solanke. Hey. <laughs> That's a really great list. Mm. Dean Henderson. I like the way Dean he Henderson, said it. Yeah. I like the yeah, way it was good. It, it was yeah. good. Worth it. Can you do yeah. that again? No. Oh, right, <laughs> do you want me to do it backwards? <laughs> Solanke, Redmond McCarthy, Justin Jagielka. Ah, oh, the Jagielka fucked me up. <laughs> Three every syllables. every striker in the Premier League era. Oh, dearie me. There we are, everybody. Yeah. Well, marvellous. We're at the end of the show. Yeah, we, we've made yeah. it. We've, we've we've made it before we go. Um, Lions Watch is back. Luke and I will be uh, m- more at the races. So we're, we're <laughs> talking, with our England chat tomorrow. We're talking about Ivan Tony, aren't we? We might well be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah join us every Saturday as we chat all things England in the build to the World Cup, build up to the World Cup. Of course, uh, we are talking about strikers. Uh, Ivan Tony has he overtaken Tammy Abraham in the pecking order? Peck, uh, peck. There's uh, a picture of Peter Reed. Is that relevant? In a hotel bar with a big <laughs> picture. 
monkeys in yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's loving it he's loving life he's just out of shot he's sat on a tyre obviously, <laughs> obviously he's in a hotel bar <laughs> I love Peter Reid I, I just think he's, he, he inhabits this space in my brain that goes nice place yeah absolutely um, <laughs> him and the cat bin lady it's a nice place <laughs> Don't think about me enough. And the canoe man. Yeah, um, canoe man. Yes. Well, on Lions Watch, we'll also hear uh, from uh, Peter. No, we'll hear some of your hot takes, of course. We've got a scorcher from Jose Mourinho. He got in touch in a way. Um, <laughs> that's all over on the Football Ramble feed to get your ears around that tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network. The keys are out, everybody. Oh, They're in the lock. There we go. I think it's the measure of man that you've got three keys on that. Three? Get more keys. I've got five on there. Five on there. Yeah, you're only two out. <laughs> the weekend is officially open. Here it's we been are, unlocked everybody. by the speller. Indeed it has. I'm on fire, Andy. What about you? <laughs> Always. Put your phone down. Hey, <laughs> the show's not finished. You know what I mean? He's trying to find Tottenham's people. publisher. Right, everybody. There we are. Thank you very much, Andy Brassel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Give me the numbers. Thank you, Luke. Give Moore. me the fucking numbers. <laughs> Thank you. And you better get their fucking results. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.